Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast, where we provide constant improvement to businesses through timely, actionable financial solutions. Do you want answers to your financial questions? Email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com. Now let's get started. Welcome to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. I'm joined by Eric Jorn, a partner here at the firm. Welcome, Eric. Thanks for having me. All right, let's uh, get right into it. Eric, it is, uh, we're getting close to the end of the year. Let's talk about what's the best approach for a business considering charitable donations. All right. So we work with a lot of clients and we'll see charitable donations work in many different ways. Um, so they can do it like a variety, like it does, does it, is it dependent on like the it, organization or, or what? Yeah, that's a good question. So we get a lot of, what we get a lot of questions around is, Hey, I might provide a service to a charity and if I provide that service, how does my write-off work, right? How, do, how, how does that happen? Um, because they're used to saying, like, hey, I'm going to provide you $10,000 in services. We're going to donate that to you. Okay. Do I get a $10,000 write-off? Well, it doesn't necessarily work quite like that. So more than likely, you've had to pay some people to do that work. You've incurred some costs to generate that work. Uh, those are your deductions, and then not charging it is, your, is the way that you end up writing it off. Otherwise, you could invoice them for the full amount of work that you're doing on that job and then take a charitable don- donation by not um, by not collecting that and giving that away. I'm not sure. To me, that's a, the best route to do it. I like just allowing the expenses to happen and not charging for that work. It's kind of a pro-no, pro bono uh, type arrangement that you do for them. Uh, from a tax impact standpoint, it works a little bit better. Okay. Is there, are there certain levels? Is there like, is there ever a point where you're like, this is way too much charity or is there, this is too little. Is there like a spot where you should just say like, Hey, you guys really want to be doing this every year. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good idea for, for people to donate at least something to back to the community. It's a great way to generate new business. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, just good. And, and that's from a reputational complete, yeah, standpoint. completely separate from the tax implement implementations. Yep. Yeah. So from a so ahead. from yeah, from a tax standpoint, um for the most part, if you're gonna give money to a charity, right, generally they're gonna put your name up somewhere. That's okay. pretty common. In our eyes, that's actually not a charitable donation. That's actually advertising and or promotion. So you end up with a better tax effect generally for most owners. Uh, if we write it off as a regular expense versus a charitable donation. So charitable donations have a different tax treatment. Sometimes they're allowed. Sometimes they're not allowed. All depends on your whole entire financial situation. Whereas if it's truly promotion, let's call it what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's promotion. Having your name up somewhere, that is advertisement, yes. Right. You write a check to your you know, somebody in your community's uh, Little League team, mm-hmm. right? You're going to end up on the poster with mm-hmm. your name on it clearly promotion, right? The idea is you're going to generate some economic gain in return. And that's kind of the definition of promotion versus a charitable donation is, do I expect there to be return on of some sort of economical gain? And at that point in time, it's clearly a promotion. Okay. Um, and yeah, much better tax consequence from that yeah. standpoint. Um, in your experience and in your knowledge, is it better overall to do charities like charitable activity 
locally or just does it matter is hey we did this through this cancer foundation is in a completely separate state mm-hmm. what have you kind of seen um it really depends on what type of business you have right if you have charities that are related to the industry that you serve or related to the customer base that you serve uh, it can be a lot more strategic to then participate with a charity in which you'll get maybe some uh, exposure to who your customer base is or who your um who maybe some other vendors, different contracts that you might have access to. Uh, if you work with those charities, right, that could be a very strategic play. Mm-hmm. On the on the other hand, uh, if you're a local business, right, it just makes sense. Support your local community. Mm-hmm. Uh, build some goodwill in the community. That goes a long way with driving business, building reputation. Uh, most likely your employees are part of the community. You're part of the community. Your family's a part of the community. Uh, so if you're a really community-oriented business, Keep it in the community. If you are a, uh, if you're a national business and you want and you have s- certain areas that you operate in, that works. Or Over on those areas, right? Maybe you got something that's close to you know a little bit more near and dear to your heart, right? And you know maybe somebody in your family had cancer and you want to donate to a, a cancer research uh, charity or provide some service to them and donate that. Um, that might be a best option for you too, because fulfillment's another part of being a business owner. Well, in the end, every business is a people business, right? Yep. And this is really just extending that people network. It's giving you another opportunity to, to interact. Right? It, it's another opportunity to connect people to see you as just something outside of your business and the which you actually just provide as a service, right? Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, and just in general, from a tax standpoint. Um, the main key is can you create that differentiation between a what's really a promotional mm-hmm. donation versus an actual charitable donation where you don't uh, expect that economic reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are going to go that route and donate to charities, uh, I would. There are some tax strategies that revolve around that. They call it stacking donations. So you might stra- you might make your donations all in one year for two years. Okay. Um, so if you're taking a deduction for charity, you actually have to be an itemized filer, meaning that you have to have enough uh, tax expense, which is limited or limited to $10,000 mortgage interest. So the interest you pay on your homes and your second homes, mm-hmm. uh, investment interest expense, and your charitable donations. Maybe medical could be in there, but that is subject to a floor. It's hard to get a lot of credit for medical to, deductions there's more requirements basically exactly and you get this big giant standard deduction so if you're married believe for 2023 and 2024 it's going to be around 27 to twenty nine thousand dollars for a a standard deduction that means all those expenses i just listed Mm -hmm. have to accumulate to that amount okay and that's for business not the individual oh no this is at the individual level so most businesses uh, are what's called a flow-through entity meaning stuff that happens on their business and mm-hmm. flows into their personal tax return. So that's where those charitable donations will flow into your personal tax return and affect your personal itemized deductions. Does it matter if you're an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, or they're all kind of... C-Corp would be the only thing that changes that. So a C-Corp is... C-Corp is really the only entity that's like a standalone business. So okay. if, if you're a C-Corporation, the tax stops at the corporation. Doesn't affect the owner. Correct. Okay. Now, I've, obviously, you can take money out of the corporation mm-hmm. and get taxed that way. 
um, through a dividend, which is then like getting a dividend from, say, Disney stock. Okay. A tax exactly the same way as that. Uh, that's a return for being an investor in that business. Uh, or you can pull a W-2 for work you provide the business as an employee of that. But it's the only entity that's standalone. So their charitable aspects all stays within, all stays within that corporation. Okay. But about I'd say about 95% of our client base is either is what's called a flow-through business that reports their business income on their individual tax return. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's do a real recap on this then, because most of these are small businesses that we're referring to is one, the charitable donation, kind of keep it local. Like this is this is the goodwill. It's the point of charity to begin with. Right. Exactly. Expecting something to get to get something back isn't really the goal. Well, that's promotion then. Right. 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 <laughs> um, that said, there is a tax benefit. You know, that's it's built in by our government to do so. Yep. Um, what's kind of the numbers that people should be really looking for? Like, hey, if I'm going to do this, where should I kind of be with it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, again, you got to look at your full financial picture. Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind, you have that standard deduction. Mm-hmm. That's why we talk about stacking donations. Right. If I say don't if I plan to donate ten thousand dollars a year to charities. Sure. And I have 10,000 of mortgage interest and 10,000 of taxes, right? I'm at Mm $30,000. My standard deduction is 27. So I only get a $3,000 write off then, meaning I maybe effectively saved myself about $1,000 in tax from that $10,000 donation. However, if I stack it, meaning I make two years of worth of donations every year, every Mm -hmm. other year, I then right. get a thirteen thousand dollar tax write off, which might equate to more like a four thousand um, dollar tax benefit. So, really, if, if you're doing this, you should really just be thinking about it like long term. Like, hey, if this is within two years, do a little here, do a little there. And this is this is something that's kind of popular with all all the podcasts that we've been doing and saying. Mm-hmm plan it out. You know, just if you can do it, just think about it in advance. Exactly. It's not a decision I'd make in a vacuum. If mm-hmm. you're, if you're very conscious of the tax benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously if that's what you just want to do and you want to be mm-hmm. ph- philanthropic about it. Mm-hmm. You more know, power to you. More right. power to you. Exactly. On the, on the other hand, if you're donating $30,000 worth of stuff per year, um, you know, you're not doing <laughs> that at a whim either, right? <laughs> exactly. So, and, and you really got to, like you said, make a plan, mm-hmm. right? Every, Every tax decision should be related to a, another decision you make, whether it's a business decision, a personal decision. And instead of just making the decision, let's create a plan and make it tax optimized instead yeah. of yeah. Don't, uh, don't, just Don't doing. just be throwing money out there. Just let's let's think about it because there are it's in the law that for a reason. So 100% be, be intelligent about it. All right. Well, perfect. Thank you very much, Eric. Thanks. Thank you. You have been listening to Kaizen Time, part of the Blood, Sweat, and Business podcast. If you like what you hear, subscribe and leave a five-star review. This podcast has been brought to you by Kaizen CPAs Plus Advisors, providing advisory and accounting services to help you grow your business. Learn more at kaizencpas.com or email us at bsb at kaizencpas.com.